What's up, Well That's Good fam? Welcome back to the Well That's Good podcast. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Y'all, I am so excited for today. I hope your week's been good, but if it hasn't, it's about to get better because I have one of my good friends on the podcast. This is actually the second time she's been on the podcast, but the first time was the very first season. So I'm so excited. We have a lot to catch up on. I have Jen Johnson on the podcast today. Welcome back to the podcast, Jen. Thank you, babe. Good to see your face. Love you. Gosh, it's so good to see you. I'm so excited um, that you're on. You're truly, I have to say, and I'm not just saying this to toot your horn. I said this the other day in private, so you know it's true because I said it to my mom and Christian. (laughs) I was like, we were listening to just worship in the car and it was like on worship today. So, So songs are just repeating and let my life be worship comes on. And I go, Jen Johnson's my favorite worship leader. (laughs) <laughs> they were like it was just so random I was like she is she's just, she's just so good and like your voice just holds so much power and authority and um but you're also Thank just you. one of my favorite people so I'm excited to have you on I adore you I I that song let my life uh my friend Michaela and some friends wrote that and um I I helped the tiny bit on it but they wrote the majority of it and it it just caught my heart. I was like, this is gorgeous. It's so, so gorgeous. Yeah, it's, it's pretty special. It's so good. It really is. And, um, you know, Christian and I were just talking about this recently. He was talking about how, which I thought was so cool for him to say, he was talking about how, like, whenever you have a real relationship with Jesus, um, practical things should start to happen in your life. Like, you should just start to serve. You should just start to love people better. You should just start to, because because your love for Jesus, this is what's pouring out. And when I listened to right. that song, I was thinking about that conversation we had. It's so true. It's like, even in, there's a part of the song, it's like, as I'm doing the dishes, like, would everything that I do be worship? And yes. I think about Christian in that way, because he does the dishes for our family, which is so nice. And he yeah. he always says, like, that's one of the ways that I get to serve our family. And it yeah. is worship to him. And so, gosh, 100%. I just, I love it. It's so good. Um, it's true, right? It's so true. It is. Well, before we even dive into everything, now that we're on the topic of that song and that album talk to me about the album that y'all just put out simple and just what it means to you and everything yeah we um you know in the pandemic it was pretty wild because i think that for the world um simplifying was really a huge theme that i i saw god do and you know church got reduced and simplified and our homes you know we were home and stuff that had been avoided got simplified and um, you know, the things that we were used to doing, we weren't doing anymore. And so that word kind of became part of um, something we saw not only personally, but in the church as well, God doing. So um, sonically, sound wise for the album, um, we love the big crowds and the loud and the wild and the passionate. But um, we've gone through a really, really intense few years with um mm-hmm. As of recently, my husband's mom, who's been battling cancer for like five years, passed away and, um, you know, pretty intense for us, honestly. And so, you know, to write and to do something Mm. and and not only put out music when it's the good times and the celebration times and we can sing victory from victory, um, but to put out something honest that felt, um, you know, like it magnified God, but it also wasn't lights and smoke and hype. Yeah. Um, and so that I'm not that, you know, anyway, so I love it. We, um, with kind of all that going on, 
um, and just really wanting to make it about the simple gospel and the simple love of community and people and the mm-hmm. simple beauty of the church, you know, yeah. the simple things in life, you know, going outside, good food, nature, yeah. um, and just r- reminding yourself that life is not as bad as this device sometimes <laughs> makes yeah, us think it is. Like God is good and life is good and there are good things. And so that's kind of where the heart of the album came from. Cool. Um, and then also the other thing we did for this one is um there are people on this album that you know probably majority of the world have never heard of before and um we just felt like man there's something special on your life let's bring you in and and there's a father-daughter duo for example um in 2020 cool. i just heard them leading worship he's a local pastor and she's a pastor's daughter and they just lead worship in wow. you know covers and it caught my heart and got me through 2020 wow and so we had them come up and be on the album it's cool um the vestneys so anyway it was just a really uh, a special project for us brian sings i still believe um that you're the healer and you know to be able to sing that you know last night at our conference when his mom's passed away and i mm. still believe even when I don't see things that I want to see happen, um, it's not going to change who you are wow. um, or my faith in you. And I think that, um, you know, that's a pretty powerful theme for us wow. uh, right now. That's so powerful. You know, I think that's the beauty of worship and just the songs that um, so many incredible people like y'all write these words that connect so deeply with things that, you know, we walk through and you're putting words to something that a lot of people struggle to find the words to say, you know, and I, I remember there was a song, um, it's Brandon Lake's song, Gratitude. And I remember when I heard that song, it was in a tough season of my life. And it says like, uh, come on my soul, don't you get shy on me, you know? And I yeah. remember just taking the, those words to heart, like so personally, like this is what I need from my season. And um, yes. and like, I didn't know what to pray to God before that, but something about those words gave me the language to pray. And so yes. I think this album does that for so many people. And because y'all wrote from such an honest place and a hard place, um, it's just such a beautiful gift to give to the world. Um, I actually got to watch your mother-in-law's funeral on YouTube. Um, Christian and I just happened to get on and it was live and we watched the whole thing. And um, Mm. it was just, I texted you that night. It was like, it's just the most beautiful celebration. What a life well lived. And um, all of y'all's family is just so precious and so sweet and so close. And I just loved it so much. Just getting to watch and celebrate her life with y'all. Um, I know that it's been so hard, but what a gift that y'all shared, even the celebration of her going to heaven with the world. So y'all just live your life so open and it's such a beautiful thing, um, truly. And I love that word, that simple word, because I do think that so many times in the church, like it can just get about so many other things, you know, but when you just talk about the simplicity of the power of the gospel, it's so powerful on its own. You don't need anything else. Um, yes. so I just love that. That theme right now for me, even the past two weeks, you know, we recorded that album, like, gosh, it feels like a year ago, I think, but, um, you know, even to bring it current, like that, the simple gospel piece of it, you know, like I, am. I just am so passionate right now about, and I love the church. I love Christians and I love the church and we write music for people who know Jesus predominantly. You know, um, obviously um, there are so many themes of, of the gospel in what we're doing. That's for everyone. But I think right now my heart is really burning. um, Not that it hasn't before, but maybe more than ever for the lost Mm -hmm. and for people who don't know Jesus yet. And, you know, our, one of our friends, he just says, everybody's hungry. 
Hmm. Everybody wants to know Jesus, whether they want to admit it or think they they do. Everybody wants to know Jesus. And um, I'm burning with that, like for the one, like the person that you pass on the street, you know, like. Yes, give them money. Jesus says, you know, give to the poor, um, but stop and pray for them. It's like good. ask them if they need prayer, you know, and just being mindful of um, just that need. I, I watched the preview for the new movie coming out of Lonnie Frisbee's life. Um, and I just sat in the theater and cried hmm. um, because I'm like, I, I want that so much. I want us to uh, to keep our passion about like, hey, we're on the planet to you know, do all the obvious stuff, but man, people need to come to know Jesus. We need to lead people to Jesus. So I'm like so fired up right now. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Put a fire in us. It's so good. We, um, you know, just hosted our conference recently and there was, um, a lot of, we had a lot of cops. I had FOMO. I, I had know. FOMO. Hey, next year, you got to get here. It's going to be so good. But um, it honestly was just incredible. But one thing that was really cool is we really prayed beforehand. Like, okay, God, help us to see, you know, everyone in the room. Like security, yep. cops, um, people who are helping open doors, like whatever, ticketing, like all of it. And it was so cool. There was a cop there. And um, we had a prayer team running around praying for people and just praying over the room and praying over what God was doing. Yep. Um, one of the prayer team members stopped and she said, hey, can I pray for you tonight? And this cop, he's older gentleman, just started weeping. And he said, 17 years of doing this, mm. I've never one time had somebody pray over me. And he just got so emotional and it was so beautiful. And it was just like, wow, 17 years of doing something and he's never had someone pray for him and, and a job that is so hard, you know, and, and right. we need to pray over people, you know? And so I love yes. that. It's like not just praying over people in the church, but like be the church on the street and pray for people in the street, 100%. you know? So hundred percent. I love it, girl. I'm like, come on, get us fired up. That's so good. There was a song I wrote a few years ago called for the one. Hmm. And it came out of this. I was just in a target parking lot. I was just you know, doing, going about my day. And I came out and this man, I passed this man and I, I just tell he's heartbroken. I couldn't, I didn't know what's going on in his life. I didn't know him, but I could just tell he's heartbroken. You know, you just look at somebody yeah. you're like, you're going through it. And, um, I didn't, I, I didn't have, you know, felt like I was supposed to say anything necessarily. I wanted to just hug him, but you know, yeah. he probably would have been like, get out of here. <laughs> um, but I just, I felt like I was supposed to look him in the eyes and smile at him like a genuine smile. Hmm. Um, and oftentimes we don't know what to do when we when we come across brokenness, you know, or we want to ignore it or you see someone's on the side of the road. And um, I just looked him right in the eye and I just smiled and I went in my I sat in my car and I just sobbed. I, mm. I just cried. And God spoke to me that even in just a smile, looking in someone's eyes and even in just a smile, they will know the father's love. Wow. And I, I turned that into the lyric because um you know, we just take things like, oh, we can't do these epic big things or give yeah. them a place to live or, you know, we can't, but we can, we could always do something in it. We just have to simplify it. Yeah. Simple back yeah. to hearing what Jesus wants us to do in the moment. It's and good. maybe it's money and maybe it's a smile. Maybe it's, you know, taking somebody who needs clothes shopping or whatever it looks like, but just being mindful of the one, yeah. you know, like Jesus did. It's so good. So I'm fired up. I love it so much. I love it. Oh man. I'm like, there's so many places I want to go. One thing I want to ask you about is because you just said it whenever y'all were doing the album and you, you know, had other people come in that may, maybe not everybody knows their name. And I watched a video of you one time talking about just being a worship leader and as a leader, really what that looks like to lead. And one thing that you said is, 
one, you know, I guess sign of a good leader is to really see when the fire of God is on someone else's life or really see whenever something's on someone else's life and being able to call them up. And I just thought that was really good advice. And I want you to talk about that a little bit because I feel like in the world we live in, it can be so self-driven and it's like we're looking out for opportunities for ourselves and not looking out for opportunities for others whenever maybe they have the gift on their life that needs to be in that moment at that time. And so can you talk about that a little bit? Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestseller, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just now on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500 500. That's audible, A U D I B L E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500 500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. Hundred percent. Um, I think that it's a it's a funny balance. I, uh, balance isn't the right word. Juggle. I don't like the word balance um, <laughs> because you know what I mean. Be like, how do you balance it? All? I'm like, I don't. It's a juggle. There's balls in the air. Balls dropped. It's crazy. That's good. Um, I'm gonna start using that. Isn't that good? <laughs> that yeah. There's so good. no balance. Balance is two things that equal the same. And man, that's just not real life. So, um, I. Uh, but I, I was talking about, um, what was I saying? Juggling, balancing. Juggling, balancing. <laughs> Juggling. We're talking about, I asked you about the worship. Like, how do you lead oh, yeah, well empowering seeing people. someone else? Yes. Empowering people. Yes. Um, so, you know, the juggle is knowing the gift of God on your life as a leader mm-hmm. and leading from that place. So I don't diminish who I am personally um, in order to empower or encourage other people. But it's just not about me entirely. And yeah. so I think that part of it is knowing who you are and leading from that place. And part of it is always being mindful for the others around you 
whether they're your friends and their speakers or they're, you know, your children or like just of what God's doing and who he's highlighting. It's and good. maybe it's a friend you're thinking about. Why am I thinking about? I woke up this morning about 4 a.m., unfortunately, um, <laughs> and not even because of a baby, just because. And I, I was thinking about um, one of my friends who used to work here and move back to another country and and I'm going to call him today. He's just on my heart today. Hey, how you doing? You know, so e- whether it's a dream or you're just thinking about somebody, yeah. reach out and text him. Hey, Stay. how you doing? I love you. I'm praying for yeah. you. Um, you know, you don't have to open a can of worms for any reason, but um, just really being sensitive to what God's doing. Yeah. And I think, I think nothing crushes competition. Like if you're whatever you're good at or gifted at in life, you're going to have what feels like competition, uh, sneak up on you that the enemy will try to get you with. Yeah. And what crushes competition is encouragement. Yeah. And so if you, you know, there's a a telltale sign of somebody who's insecure and, um, self-absorbed. And that is the fact that they don't encourage others. Wow. Um, and so I think being mindful of that, like, okay, God, who are you, who are you highlighting? What do you want to encourage? Uh, we have our kids ministry here at Bethel. Uh, one of the themes they used to uh, go after was God has nice things to say mm-hmm. and he's speaking all the time. And so, you know, okay, God, right now, what are you saying over Sadie? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting here right now. This is real time. I haven't been thinking about this and just asking the Holy Spirit that question over Sadie right now. I hear the word light beam. Mm-hmm. I just heard that word, just wow. light beam, like you're a beam of light. Wow. Um, and so it's that simple, like just tapping into God, what are you saying about this person? What do you wow. love about this person? And then maybe it's the lady working at Target. Maybe it's your husband. Maybe it's your kid. And just saying that to me, like, you know what? I just see this over you. And it doesn't have to be this crazy, thus saith yeah. the Lord, you know, yeah. like, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> simplify. <laughs> but simplify. It, <laughs> sim- simplify. You know, a great, a great way to encourage people and have it not be like, spooky and weird is just to say, you know what? I'm practicing hearing God's voice. And I just felt like this phrase came to mind, light beam, as I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about you. And I feel like the Lord just wants to encourage you. He loves you. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this weird thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's so cool. You just made that so casual, and but it was so truth-filled. And so thank you for giving us a practical example of what it looks like to encourage someone, to affirm someone, and to hear what God's saying over someone's life. And I'll tell you, this is crazy. So um, I went to a retreat this past spring, and it was the most amazing thing. Our church does these retreats, and you get away literally in the woods for like two days um, and just worship and be with the Lord. And there's this—they have like 150 prayer team over like these 50 retreatants, and it's like—it's just amazing. You never feel more loved and prayed over and just the heart of the Father— Anyways, um, they do this thing where they really pray over every person before the retreat and ask God, God, what do you see in this person? And then they write it down and they give it to you at the retreat. And what's so cool is like, this is before they knew knew you or knew your story or anything. And so whenever you get the word, you're always like, whoa, this is so crazy. Well, my whole thing this past year has been being a light in the darkness. And the, um, per- like, the people wrote this Love word that. over me and they were like, uh, Sadie, God sees you as a beautiful light in the darkness. And then you just looked at me and you said light beam. And so I'm like, that actually, I have to say, is exactly what God's been saying Let's to me go. over and over again this year. And so, you know, Jen just sat here and said, God, you know, what do you see over Sadie? And 
literally nailed it as confirmation to me and what so many other people have spoken over me this year and what God already spoken me. And so that was just like the best example ever of what that looks like. That was so good. It's totally cool. It's childlike, isn't it? It I, I think that any, anytime in anything connected to God that we, if it doesn't feel childlike or that it would translate to a child, it might not be God. I mean, yeah, he, he puts good. that in his word so clearly. Come to me as little children. So and good. you have to simplify to, to talk to kids. You can't yeah. talk in this like preacher voice <laughs> or this thus saith. Like That's kids are so like, what true. the heck? You know, you have to simplify. So that and I think so tapping true. into that, like just tapping into the word of God and the voice of God. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's easy. It's yeah. not difficult. You just have to quiet the noise. That's we have good. um we have a secret project that um, I'll give you. I'll give you some um, exclusive on for funsies. Yes, I love it. Um, so we've been in Simple Land, and then um, we've been for a long time now. We've been burning to um, kind of do a, a follow up record to remember that record we did a few years back where it was up on that mountain overlooking the lake called Beautiful. "We Will Not Be Shaken." Yeah, yeah. And so we've wanted to do that, but we wanted to go into the forest. Oh, cool! And take our whole deep into the woods Love. and so we did it no and way. um into the redwood forest we took our whole no methyl music team and in in the forest and we literally put a stage in brought in like all the every oh it's a movie my set guys into the forest to record an album and it is so unbelievably beautiful and it's all these songs of transcendence it's just like they're about god and his holiness and his beauty and his wonder there's not a lot of i or me or in this in the lyrics it's just like who god is and who we are through him um so we're we're fired that is amazing (laughs) i'm fired up i'm sitting here like let's go like when can we so when does this come out is this like is this even in the only in a few months oh my god. It'll be in um in March, so only a few months, and um it's called Come Up Here. Cool. And it's based out of Revelation four, and the verse that says, "Come up here, and I will show you what to do next, or I will instruct you." Mm, that's good. And it came out of this um in twenty 2020, twenty twenty one. There was so much controversy or opinion. Yeah. Um, vaccine, no vaccine. Yeah. Politics, garbage. You know, <laughs> everyone had their two cents to say and. Who knows who is right? You know, yeah. it's like chocolate poop cake. Like when you make a cake and <laughs> you, you stir in poop into the batter and you can't tell poop from cake. That's so <laughs> you know? true. Yes. So there's a lot. Um, and I was I was talking to the Lord one time and I said, you know, I said, you know, this is how I feel about this, God. What do you say? It was about the vaccine, actually. And God said, I don't want your opinion. I want mine. Wow. And I was like, whoa. Wow. <laughs> well, dang. Okay. <laughs> um, I said, well, what's your opinion? And he said, it's different for everyone. Wow. And um, I think that's a powerful thought. I think a lot of times yep. we're looking for the right or wrong answer um, as a kind of, you know, for everyone's statement, yeah. but it really isn't that way, is it? Um, it's not always uh, black or white. There's it's about great. a million shades of gray and we have to hear his voice. And so yeah. just leaning into that is something that I'm like, okay, God, I don't want to know what someone else is doing. What are, what am I supposed yeah. to do? I want to hear your voice. So um, good. And so 
Gosh, I love that so much. Well, I cannot wait for that album to come out. We are like come up total. Here. We are the total people that sit and watch worship on TV. Like we just YouTube worship and watch it. And Honey actually loves yeah. it now too, which is great. Yeah. And so I like. I can't wait for that. That's just gonna be beautiful. You have to show her if she hasn't seen it. The Bethel Music Kids. She's obsessed. Videos. Oh my gosh! I actually have been meaning to text you and be like, so when is more Bethel Kids coming out? Because Deep cries out. We're doing we it. To 10 times a day. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. This year, it, this next year after uh, Come Up Here, kind of the next thing that I really feel God's stirring is um, the 20 to 30 year olds and kids. Oh, and so, my gosh. yeah, those are the two. I don't know what I'm more excited for because I'm so excited for Honey <laughs> that she's going to have more of that. No, I'm not kidding. We watched Deep Cries Out, and I don't even know. There is something on that that video and that song because yeah. every little kid I know yes. is obsessed with it. Um, John Shepard and Ella are obsessed with it, my little nieces and nephew. Ronnie, Lainey's daughter, is obsessed with it, and it's so cute. <laughs> Honey will be walking in her house. We'll have it in the background, and every time it goes, everybody clap your hands, she just turns around and starts clapping her hands. Like, we do the whole meet, we do all the moves, we stir up the water, the whole thing. Like, yeah. so I'm, I'm yeah, so we, excited. That's awesome. We, we were telling our team, we're like, okay, this is like some deep, like, revelatory biblical lyrics, but like, it's not. We got to write a song at the same BPM that bumps, but is actually lyrics that kids can understand. No, They're like, why are so we stirring good. up? Water? Why are we falling in water, mommy? <laughs> hey, <laughs> like the she water loves is the Holy it. <laughs> she loves it. That's so good. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. Yeah. I, yeah, um, we're on it. I am so excited. Like I wrote down this, um, Instagram thing quote that you wrote recently, and I thought it was so good. And it's talking about the call of God in your life. It says, follow the call of God on your life. Quit running, quit fighting it. Life is mean meaningless and empty without God. Abandon your life to Him. It's the absolute best. And I just love that. And I think so many people are honestly confused on the call of God and like, how do I find out the call of God in my life? And that even yep. is something that maybe can be simplified because it's like this daunting question and this huge like thing. It's almost like people yes. think they have to figure out. And so how do right. you practically step into and know the call of God? Because one thing I love you said earlier, and I just want to highlight that, is you said, you know, I don't diminish like what God's put on me. And I don't say like, you know, and just act like, he hasn't given me a gift and go and look at what everybody else is doing. Because I think sometimes right. in the church, we can do that. We can be like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. And then we're actually just not using our gift and actually just not 100%. stepping into the call of God. So how do you discover what that is for your life and then step into it with confidence? Yeah, I I think that, you know, realizing just like, you know, you feel about honey and you will feel about, you know, all of your other kids, like you want them to all be who they're called to be and that it's not like you're not in competition like we talked about earlier, but it really is, you know, how do you find the call of God in your life? Well, yeah. for one, you got to be anchored and rooted in the word of God. So good. that's step one is you got to know who God is before anything that involves you. Um, so learning who God is and then learning the voice of God. And how do you learn the voice of God? You practice just like you do anything else, riding a bike, you know, God speak to me. That's the first a Pray that. I yeah. dare you to pray, God speak to me. It's good. And then shut up and listen. Yeah. Because <laughs> he good. will. He said those two things learn who God is and learn the voice of God. And then say, God, give me a heart for others. Show me who who um you know who I should be called to or mm -hmm. or naturally what you're passionate about. To simplify it so simple. Where do you come alive? Yeah. And where do you see need? 
Where do you see need and what makes you happy? What makes you come alive? For me, gathering people. I love to gather people and I love cross-pollination and I love to strengthen people by connecting people. I'm a total connector. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know who you have to meet? This person because you'll just, so, you you know, look I'm like that is so you you thrive in that that's awesome I do I'm like oh my gosh um because I believe in the body of Christ right which Mm -hmm. is means we all have a different part and function but we all need each other and so I'm like oh my gosh I'm probably an armpit and Sadie's for (laughs) sure like you know a hand or a face or something cute (gasps) but like we need each other (laughs) we need each other And we can't function without each other, you know, and yeah. um, some people are on the outside and some people are on the inside as far as organs or parts go. Um, but find That's out what cool. you're supposed to be called to be and don't try to be something you're not like yeah. a lizard should not try to be a cow and <laughs> a cow should not try to be a fish, you know, like so just true. don't, you know, ask the Holy Spirit, like, what am I called to do? There's there's 50 things that I could do. I could, you know, stop my life today and go, go to culinary school, which would be amazing because I'm a total foodie. But like. It's just not God's best for my life right yeah, now, that's you good. know, and so asking God, what's your best for my life in this season and what should I be doing? What should I put my attention to? And he'll speak to you. He will. He really will. That's good. I love that. That's great advice. And I love that. It's like it's you could do that, but it's not what what's God's best for your life. That's such a good way to put it. And I actually, I think about that with dating as well. Um, you know, I always say, yep. you know, who did, what, what's God's best for you? Because you could yep. go marry anyone, but, but who does right. God have that's the best for you? You know, what makes yes. the most sense? And, and I think even like, um, when you're wedding dress shopping, it's a good example of that too. It's like, all the dresses are going to be beautiful, but like, what is the yes. best for you? And it's not going to be the best in the world, but it's the best that fits you, your personality, right. your body. It makes you beautiful. It, you know, and, and I think like whenever I was wedding dress shopping, I was like, this is so similar to even finding Christian. It was like, there's yeah. other things that could work, but this is the best for me. This fits me the best. Yes. This is what God has for me. The most beautiful. Yes. So, I and mean, I think, good. I think that is it's such a beautiful example too, even of just, you know, God's, God's intention from the beginning of time. Like, you know, people are like, well, can you do this? Can you do this? You know? And so I think in anything in the, in life, like even if it's good, two good things, right? Yeah. Like for me, should I make an album or write a book in 2020? Um, God said, write a book, you know? Yeah. And so it made no sense on paper. I've wanted to write a book for 20 plus years yeah. and never felt a green light. I always go for yeah. green lights. My God, is this red light or green light right now? I do you that know? too. And that is such a good, actually, that's such a good thing to do. And ever since yeah. I started doing that, it is such a clear way to just be like, hey, God, if this is a green light, let, let it go. If it's a red light, just stop it. And he will. Like, he will. A hundred percent. He will. You <laughs> yeah. got to pray dangerous prayers. Yeah, yes. he totally will. He will stop it. But I, but even just trying to navigate life in good things, you know, asking him like, okay, God, is this right for this season? And it's cool. Um, I think that, that, that time I wanted to write a book for so long, you know, it, it just wasn't the right time. And so yeah. when God in 2020 was like green light for your book, I was like, cool. okay, but how, and then the world yeah. shut down and I was able to write a book. I was like, I see you. I see okay. You. And I, I signed my book deal <laughs> right before the world shut down. I was like, okay, clever. I, I see you. So it's crazy. Um, I can't believe it's been out. I'm like, the all things lovely has been out for like a year now, but which is so beautiful. Wild. And I actually have that to ask you about because you are 
you 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 said it and you're gifting and it's true you're so hospitable you're so open with your home and you are such a foodie and all these things that you love are just so beautiful yes. and it's part of your gifting bringing people in and i love how your book also wasn't like anybody else's just like you said like a lizard shouldn't try to be a cow we shouldn't try to be whenever anything that we do it should be authentic to who we originally were created to be i'll be the cow you be the lizard perfect i love it (laughs) i'll be the lizard gladly so you wrote this book and it is all things lovely and it's so you and it's so beautiful and it's so great and so talk to me about just writing that book and using your gifting in that because you know Anybody can sit down and and write a book. You can try to write it like somebody else, but it's only going to be good if you write what God put on your heart to write and you do it in the way that God put on your yes. heart to do it. And so talk to me about that process. Yes. I I uh, years ago was talking to a book publishing company um because like I said I did, I have wanted to write a book for a long time and and I was just kind of just doing my homework on it and and one of the publishers said, "You know what? Everyone has a book inside of them." Because hmm. everyone has the power of their testimony. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's powerful, you know, and the Bible says that the spirit of prophecy is in testimony. And so, wow, what an incredible concept that every person, especially those who know Jesus, um, has a book inside of them and a story to tell and a testimony to tell. So, um, you know, I, I wanted to to do a coffee table book and I knew that because I don't like to read. And so I read my Bible and not much else unless yeah. it has pictures. <laughs> so I love magazines, um, but I, I just don't love to read. And so for me, I knew I wanted to write a book that would be beautiful and inspiring in many different ways. Um, the number one theme in the book, other than um, worship and community is health and not just emotional or spiritual health, but also physical health, um, is one of my main themes in life as I'm downing my, you know, my green <laughs> juice it. on your podcast and my, my water, um, Love it. and staying healthy is just really important because I, I think that the verse that says, you know, run the good race is really important for us to think about because you can't just decide to run a race. You have to be intentional. You have to be disciplined. You have to be strategic. You can't be haphazard. You have to take it serious and be in it for the long haul. And I think that that's what God's called us to do and be. Um, And oftentimes I think that sometimes physical health is uh, one of the last things that we take care of in in, um, Christianity sometimes. So we got to be better. But um, I... I wrote it because I wanted um, to just have a book that had what I felt like God was saying and the power of my testimony um, in in one. And so um, cool. the team that helped me was really beautiful to kind of get all those passions of worship, health, hospitality, and then just the the simple beauty of home and all of us, um, you know, kind of finding that place of, of, um, home and creating that for others, the hospitality gift to welcome people into our lives and to love them, whether it's through adoption, um, on a really intense, you know, level, Mm -hmm. um, of impact or just like having somebody over for dinner, um, and just loving people and bring them in. We saw Jesus model that throughout the Bible. Jesus ate in homes with people Mm -hmm. a lot. So I say Jesus was a foodie, Um, but yeah, so it's, but it's crazy that it's been out now uh, for a year. It's done really well. It's been, it's been so fun. And just the testimonies of, 
of uh, people's lives being changed, uh, men and women, which is really fun. That's so so cool. I love that so much. That's awesome. Well, it's a great book. And like I said, it is so beautiful and a little coffee table book too. Like, I just love that. It's so powerful, but also so beautiful. And you did combine all of your gifts and all of your story into one thing. So lovely. So great job on that. Last thing I want to ask you about is um, adoption, because I know you adopted two sweet little boys. And I love this story. Um, One thing that I heard you say is you had this, um, I don't know if it was a word spoken over you or you heard it in a sermon, but it was the concept of here I am, God, send me. And it was just that idea of even before you ask the question. And I remember I actually had that same word spoken over me years ago, and um, it was really what got me to move to Nashville, which was the start of me saying yes to what God was going to do in my life. Um, And when I trace back all that God's done, it was really that word and that yes, okay, God, before I even understand what you're doing, I'm going to say yes to you. And um, that just totally shaped my entire life, that, that yes to God with that total surrender of here I am, send me. And so when I heard you talk about that, I was like, that is so cool. So I want to hear your story with that word and uh, how it shaped y'all to adopt. Okay, so here's here's our um oh our goodness. little family our family sweetest. Christmas picture. <laughs> that is so, so cute. Yeah, these are our two youngest that are just unbelievable. Like it's how crazy. Big Look at they're that. getting too. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I that's know. crazy. I know. So uh, Ryder is five and Malachi is um two. So I can't sweet. I hate it. They're so cute. Um and uh that Darlene Check actually, uh we do this retreat for for worship people in the worship community, kind of the kings and queens in worship. I, I do a lot of retreats, as you know. Um, and and so it's actually this weekend, so please pray because it's a, a really powerful time. There, the worship community comes together at my house this week for this it's weekend cool. for three days. And we just pray. need an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. That's what we need. Yeah. We just we are hungry. Um, and so just pray. It's awesome. Um, we will. It's going to be amazing. And, you know, we're going to eat good and, you know, drink all yes, the delicious things. Are. So <laughs> Yes, you are. The coffee's going to be endless. <laughs> um, but, you know, Darlene Check was actually with us at one of the retreats um, a few years back of uh, six years ago, I think now. And, um, she shared a word in the retreat and it was the, be it unto me, according to your word, um, kind of the Mary story. And then also the story of, um, uh, here I am, send me that verse, uh, being translated in Greek or Hebrew. And it meant, um, my answer is yes, before you even ask. And I just felt like I got pregnant with that in the spirit Mm. and it shook me. Like, what does that mean for me, God? Like I, I, we have three kids and our youngest was 10 at the time. And we had this, you know, beautiful house that we had remodeled for 10 years. And we had a lot of, in the natural, we had a lot of, you know, accomplishment. Um, and we're at a comfortable place, if you will. Um, we worked our butts off, but, um, you know, what does that mean, Lord, for me that um, my answer is yes before you even ask? I don't want to be too comfortable. Uh, like, just so we're clear, God, I will tomorrow sell all of this and move to Africa or wherever or whatever, like, um, if you ask me to. And so just kind of in that vulnerable yeah. place of the Lord of like, what's next, God? Just so you yeah. know, um, I'm not holding on to this life that has I've created yeah. with you. Um, and so... About uh, maybe, I don't know, the week after that, I was laying on the couch with Brian and we were watching a show and 
the show is all about this family who adopts this baby. And I start bawling. And I'm not a big crier unless it's Jesus mm-hmm. or something real bad. <laughs> um, but I just start bawling. And I just look at my husband as we're watching the show snuggling together. And I was just like, I would do it. And he was like, I would too. Wow. Like just shook. Both of us were like, what words are coming out of our mouth? What's happening? Oh my God. Wow. And um, we couldn't believe we were saying it, but it was just the Holy Spirit in the room. And we wow. were watching like our future on a show play out. And um, and so we just, we jumped in. We were like, okay. We, we sat down with our kids and we were like, hey, we feel like God's, you know, telling us to adopt a little baby boy with brown skin. And we, we just knew it. Like we wow. knew it like we knew our names. And so um, they're crying and laughing and screaming and running around the house and like so excited. <laughs> um, and so we just committed kind of that next year to just all the, the process of adoption. And um, I love the verse that says that, you know, one of the kind of points of the church is to take care of the orphans and the widows. Yeah. And um, for me, I take that very seriously. Like people who like single moms or single dads um, or um, you know, just taking care of people's kids living in community, like yeah. Acts, that verse of like, they took care of each other and they, yeah. it, they saw a need and they met it, you know, um, in their community and then for the lost. And so we, um, we adopted Ryder and, uh, from birth. And then, um, in 2020, God spoke to us again and we were like, Oh my gosh. And so we, <laughs> wow. we were like, all right, let's go COVID baby. And wow. so we, Jumped in the process again and adopted Malachi, and I got to be there when he was born as well. So it's, um, it's been it's been unbelievable. It's been the sweetest gift for our family and for our life. And we're very tired. We have six kids, um, <laughs> yes. including our son-in-law. So I'm these bags under these eyes need extra concealer. <laughs> but you know when for the you best follow, reason. yep, <laughs> yeah, when you follow what God's leading you to do whether it seems impossible or overwhelming or whatever, like, can you imagine standing at the waters and God going part this? And you're like, Mm. on what planet are these waters going to part, you know? But when we really look at our lives from this impossible um, is possible scenario, one of the lyrics in the the come up here album is uh, the bridge says, what water am I walking on? And what's my sea to part? Wow. If faith can move a mountain, let faith now fill my heart. Wow. Um, and and that's, that's so the good. cry, right? Like I want in, in our lives, right, that the impossible is possible. Um, the overwhelming is actually perfect for your life. Like this adoption scenario, we were like, okay, God, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's not. It's perfect. And when we follow his voice, it is literally the absolute best, no matter so if it seems crazy. Gosh, I love that so much. It's so true. Whenever you think about, when you read the Bible stories, I think sometimes, you know, you're just reading it and just, for some reason, I guess because you just know God's going to be God in the Bible, you're like, well, yeah, that's going to happen. (laughs) But but it's like, no, but think about it from the human perspective of Moses literally standing there and staring at the sea. You're like, Joshua, if you just go read the book of Joshua, like the craziest things, like tell the sun and the moon to stand still, like... How would you right, even right. think to tell the sun to stand still? Like, I would never even think to do that, you know? Like, right. how he marched around the walls seven days. It's like, what? Like, these crazy things that got asked of these people, and they did it in full faith. And, and the Lord responded that God, God stepped in and he was God. And so what does right. that look like in our life today, knowing that God is 
the same God, that God is, yeah. that our faith, you know, really does move the power of God. So it's so, it's such a powerful thought to think about and so, so good for you to just remind us of that. Jen, you're yes. so inspiring. I am like, I wish we could talk like, and I probably will call you later. <laughs> I'm like, I have so many more like questions that I'm thinking about now. But also just, I mean, you're going to have to come back on the podcast because you're such a good leader. Yes. You're such a good leader of faith. You're such a good leader in the church, such a good worship leader. And just as a wife and a mom and all the things, it's so good to just um, sit at your feet and listen and learn. And so thank you for carving out space to, to be on this. And thanks for putting out all that you do. So even if, you know, uh, someone can't just pick up the phone and call you, they can go listen to so many of your songs, <laughs> listen to so many resources you put out, read your book and all the things. And so thanks for just being you and just setting a great example, paving the way. Love you, girl. You're amazing. Same to you. Proud of you. And you are truly that light beam. So Thank I love you, you, friend. I love you so much.